Hey, good morning. This is Crystal Lax. And today I I'm just going to share my thoughts about that. Um my thought of today is God, of course it's going to be about God. God is not looking to kiss your butt. And what do I mean by that? I mean that God don't have to kiss your tail in order for you to get saved. God is offering you the invitation of salvation. I think that some people got it twisted that God owed them something. God doesn't owe you anything because the Bible says that for God so loved the world that he already gave his only begotten son for the world so that we could get saved for you. So what do God owe you when he already gave up Jesus Christ to die up on the, on the cross for your sins? Took nails in his hands and thorns, a crown of thorns on his head and on the nails in his feet, a spear in his side and the blood gushed out of him so that you may be saved. And he gave up the ghost. He gave up his life for you so that you may be saved. So in other words, what does God owe to you? Because <clears throat> some people, oh, well, beg me for me to get saved and come to Jesus. This ain't no begging you nothing at the end of the day. This is where God has already designed, have already called, have already chosen certain people to give forth his word those willing souls and willing men and women that is willing to speak the word, teach the word, preach the word, deliver the word, write the word, however God gave them in order to spread the gospel. You understand? Spreading the good news of what Jesus done for you and how you don't have to perish if you don't want to. Now, if you want to perish, that's on you, bruh. That's on you, sister. Ain't nobody going to babysit you. Ain't nobody going to pity pat your sin and at the end of the day when you have an open invitation on how to be delivered from your sin and how to be washed from your sin every day and that comes with repentance we're all going to sin while we're here in this earth and this tainted dirty dark world we're all going to sin but here's the thing we all have a choice to ask God to forgive us for our sin. We all have a choice to accept the Lord Jesus Christ to come into our life and become our Lord and personal Savior so that, therefore, I am saved from the lake of fire, from hell. You understand? And I have the power and ability to enter into paradise, heaven, where there is no more pain and suffering and struggling and, and poorness in heaven you understand and you do have a choice where hell is going to be about tormenting you know most people don't like to talk about hell or the lake of fire and bring store but i you know back in the days those preachers used to preach about it and i see that they got away from preaching about the lake of fire i see that they got away uh, get got away from preaching about soul winning you understand see we're here also 
for Jesus to recruit disciples for him. When Jesus was on this earth, did he not recruit disciples, two by twos, to go out and do what? To spread the good news and spread the word. So therefore, at the end of the day, God have called us in our own special way. If you're a farmer, God is going to use you to farm his word. If you're a lawyer, God is going to use you to speak up about his word. If you're a doctor, God is going to use you to spread the word of healing or however else God is going to use you. But whatever the case and whatever your earthly position, God is going to take that position. God is going to take what you have done here on this earth and God is going to use it for you to be able to convey to people in your area or in your category of profession so that they may understand the word of God through you. You understand? God have called us all to our own way of delivering the word of God. Some of us can be harsh. Some of us can be so gentle and soft. Some of us can be right to the dang point. I ain't got time to sugarcoat with you. I don't have time to be fooling around with you. I won't babysit you. I'm not here to be your babysitter. I'm here to deliver the word of God however God gave it to me. You understand? And if you if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. It's your it's your spiritual walk here. The Bible says to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Work out your own salvation. Work out your own salvation. See, it's something for someone to sit up here. They ask me all the time. You don't have life insurance. You don't have a 401. You don't have this and that. But I got God and I got Jesus at the end of the day. And while you're talking about life insurance on this earth, you don't have spiritual life insurance. That means that you haven't accepted the Lord Jesus Christ in your own personal life to be your Lord and personal Savior. So you must don't care about your spiritual life because this life right here is temporarily. We are only on this earth temporarily. We are passerbyers on this earth. It's just like going through the airport. You're not there to live permanently at the airport. You pass on through the airport. Well, it's the same way here on this earth. You only here temporarily. Now, while you here on this earth temporarily, you will be judged and recorded. Everything you do and everything that you have said, said and thought is being recorded. There is no secret society. There is nothing secret in the universe of God. The universe is God's home. There is no secret in God's home. This is God. Everything is God. God is the creator of all creations in Jesus' name. Everything is God. The, the sun that you get is God. The, the heat that you get from the sun is God. The daylight that you get from the sun is God. You see during the day because God made the light. In the beginning it says let there be light and there was light because God spoke it. His words spoke it. God's word is spiritual words. You understand? And he that come to God must come to God in spirit and in truth. There is no trying to con God, trick God, manipulate God, gas, lightning God. No such thing. We can't get over God. We can't manipulate him. 
it, trust me, I tried earlier in my walk with him. That just don't work right there. You gonna, it ain't gonna work. You can't manipulate God. You can't tell him, okay, if you do this, then I'll do. No, there's no negotiation. It's the word says don't do it. So it's like you have to come close to not doing it, period. The same way how the world has their rules and regulations, so do God. And it's a different when you transition over from from the world into God's system. It's like two different worlds here. You're living in a world of sin, world of darkness, negativity all around us every day of our life. How are we going to fight it? The world tell you in order to deal with our negativity, go have a drink. Go become an alcoholic. Go become a drug addict. Go go and and suppress your feelings with sexual all just sexualize your body. Just use your body however you want in all kind of sexual manner, not caring who you sleep with, not caring about what kind of diseases that you can just accumulate on your body. Just go ahead and use your body for every man and every woman. Go ahead. That's how you deal with your problems. That's how you deal with your issue. Some of them are getting drunk and become an alcoholic over a bill. This is a piece of paper with a number on it. That's exactly. So you're becoming an alcoholic over bills stacking up. Okay. All right. All right. That's like iron in a fire. You knock one iron out at a time, but it eventually get done. So what you worried about? See, if you was over here in God, see, cross over from the world over here in God, and God to tell you, open up that Bible. Read my word, communicate with me in my word, listen to what I have to say about the situation, and things will change for you. But you want to go ahead and do it the world way because you think that the world way is the righteous way because we was born into a world of sin and they have trained us and they have brainwashed us. And so we are more quicker to adapt to their brainwashing and hypocritical ways and and a style of how to deal with things in all negative way. Go have a drink. You just go smoke it up. Just go ahead and smoke weed all day long. And, and that's how you deal with your issues. But yet issues are not being solved. But over here, God say, pick up the word. You pray to me about the situation. And eventually, if we leave it alone, that situation, that circumstances, and those people that keep bothering me, it's going to work itself out. I guarantee you. And I have to say that because I've been surrounded by some, some negative influencer, social media influencer, trying to make a name for themselves, trying to make their name known by sitting up there degrading me and sitting up there trying to humiliate me, embarrass me, shame me, and disrespect me, and, and basically dishonor me as a woman, as a mother, and as a grandmother, try to do everything in their power to, to sit up there and make people hate me, make people reject me. Well, at the end of the day, a person in this world would have went crazy. A person in this world would have taken their life. But because I've been walking with, with Jesus ever since December 4th, 1989, God holds me to be still. Be still and do not fear them. For I will repay your enemies for you if you be still and give them over to me. See, these people ain't going to last for too long around me. 
And while they're around me, God been using me to give forth the word of God to them, to give them the opportunity to change what you're doing. What you're doing to her is being recorded. I know that you're trying to hurt her, but you're hurting your own spiritual life. I know that you're trying to, they have this saying that hurt people hurt other people. Well, some at some point, you're going to have to stop yourself from hurting. Because as you said, hurt people, as they say, hurt people hurt other people. Well, there's other hurt people out here that carries guns and knives and stuff. So you probably want to stop trying to hurt other people before you get hurt by somebody that's more more hurtful than you are. So that's not no safety net to be just saying hurt people hurt other people just to have as an excuse to be hurting people. No, I wouldn't do that if I was you. I will find an avenue that that is healthy. That is healthy. And to trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not unto thy own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge him will be more of the healthy solution. That means what does God say about your hurt? What is God saying about your pain that you keep on trying to reflect off on someone else? Someone else has nothing to do with what you're feeling inside of you. It is up for you to deal with that hurt and that pain. And because you want to be a coward about your mess and you don't want to dig into your own soul and your own inside and, and feel it, feel it, and then be truthful about it. Why am I hurting? That's the, that's the soul core. What is the real root cause of my hurt? Does it have to do with my childhood? And, it's a, and, and how can I go ahead and dig up that hurt, childhood hurt, childhood pain, so I can go ahead and move on with my life and stop taking my anger and my bitterness and my hurtfulness out on other people? See, one thing about it, I, I, one thing about it, I don't like for people to take their hurt and pain out on me because because from the age of seven, I was beaten. I was in the foster care system ever since a child. Records from Mansfield, Ohio, Richland County, CPS system. You understand me? And I lived a very hard life. And I, 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 I didn't have nobody to love me. And it seemed like all the adults that should have been there abandoned me. So not only did I have abandonment issues, but I had hurt and pain too. You understand me? And I have a past of my own that even though I wear a smile on my face because I ain't trying to live in my hurt and pain. I'm not trying to live in my past childhood hurt and pain. So I move on with my life. At the end of the day, I went through counseling to talk about it. That's the beginning of dealing with your own hurt and pain for you to make the initiative to go get counseling for yourself and stop taking your pain and your suffering out on innocent people. Because one thing about it in counseling, it will tell you that those people that you see today that you're trying to hurt, they're not the people of the past that hurted you. So why are you aiming and why are you taking your hurt and your pain out on innocent people? Because it's something about when you've been abused, you tend to look at everyone else as abusers. And it's not until you learn how to identify that they're not the abusers that hurt me in my past. They're not the ones that caused the hurt and the pain. 
So why am I taking it out on innocent people that haven't done nothing to me? Okay? Because if that's the case, like I said, hurt people, there's other people that's hurting more, more, more pain, more hurtful than you. So therefore, if you keep on walking around with hurt people, hurt other people, keep on. There's somebody more hurter than you that have a gun that's more psycho crazy, more than you. And their pain is aching very bad. And your your attitude, your disposition, and you nitpicking with them is going to trigger them. That's what they call in, in counseling, right? When somebody get triggered because it's people like you that remind me of my past. It's people like you that sit up there, uh, people can be minding their business, and you want to hurt them. And they ain't did nothing to you. And then you're triggering them because now I'm getting mad because you because people all the time want to take their anger out on me. You understand? So you're you're triggering other people as well. You're triggering them. And you don't know how they gonna come at you. Cause sometimes they could be quiet as heck. And all of a sudden you got a whole office full of dead people. So therefore I'm saying that every last one of us are responsible for our own pain and our own hurt. And it's up for us to work that out. The same way with our salvation, it's up for us to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. Well, it should be up to you to work out your own hurt and your own pain with fear and trembling. You shouldn't be taking it out. On innocent people that have not done anything to you. And I guarantee you in Jesus name. That if God came to you today. And God asked you. What have that lady did to you. Done to you. What have she done? And give it to me in a rational way. Don't go around it. Oh she fat and she black. and No. Give God a straight answer. Don't bullcrap God. Give him a straight answer. What have he or she done to you that will make you so filled with anger, angriness inside of you about him and her? I bet you before the throne of God, you can't even give him a straight answer because you don't even know. They haven't done nothing to you. It's coming from the inside of you. And the devil is working on your emotions. And the devil is working on that pain because you're refusing to get rid of that demon of pain that's hurting you so bad to the point that you it, it have held you in captivity year after year, years after years after years after years. And, and you have used this as a crutch. You know, same way when people have anger problems and after a while they have adapted to to get my way, okay? All the time I got to go into this aggressive stage in order to get my way. Well, they seen that it works. So they keep on doing the same little aggressive bullying, intimidating thing in order to get their ways as adult. But what happens is that there's always somebody bigger and somebody more intimidating than you are. So you're causing sabotage, you're causing chaos in your environment and in your life because there's always somebody else more bigger than you to bully you back. So you're you're causing this vicious cycle, this energy of bullying to come back around to you. This energy of intimidating 
to go all around to you. Listen, do you see the reality of the world around us? There's so many people getting guns. There's so many people that is not afraid of nobody on this earth. So therefore, who are you trying to bully and intimidate? Even women are going now to go learn at the shooting ring of how to shoot that gun properly. So who are you exactly intimidating and bullying? You're not caring about your own safety and your own welfare it's just like the johns that go pick up the prostitutes well at the end of the day you figure that because you're a man that nothing bad can happen to you oh i beg to differ because at the end of the day <laughs> you may see her yep she dressed up in that nice little dress and those high heels but you don't see the five other men that's behind her just waiting for you to follow her. And once you get to a certain point, they're going to come out of hiding and they're going to jump you and they're going to steal your wallet or anything else that you have, even your car. So at the end of the day, you don't even care about your own safety. You figure that because I am a man and I'm a lot more stronger than a woman that, oh, I can go with her anywhere. No, you cannot just be going up in strange people home because I met them off of Instagram. So I'm going to go see this woman. No, I need to meet you and even as a man in a public open space first. Then we can talk from there. I'm not going to your, your hood, your apartment, your house. I don't know if you have a husband. You could be lying to me and I'm up there in his house with you and not knowing and I get my tail killed by your husband coming home or your boyfriend coming home from work. No, I'm not doing that. We can eat. We can meet up at a coffee shop at Starbucks. That's what we can do. And that's for men and women at the end of the day. Right? So, therefore, at the end of the day, there's a lot of issues that God trying to work out in people's lives. But they have to be willing to work it out in their own life. I'm not your punching bag. They have a big gym. They have gyms that you can individually go to. And they have punching bags. And they have it where you can punch on that all day long as long as you're a member. And I suggest you go about that route with me. Because I don't took a lot of a lot of abuse my whole life. And do you really think that I've I've been tolerating that? No. And I've been restraining myself and, and holding my anger real good. Real good. And I'm very proud of myself because a lot of you should have been dead a long time ago from every little hateful and cruel thing that you have done to me and my family. And that's real talk. That's so real talk. And the only reason that I'm not going off right now is because God is building up my character for something more bigger and higher. And I do believe that. So therefore, at the end of the day, I'm trying to help you from what I've already been through. And what I see that is in you. In order for you to get over it, you got to deal with it. You, what you think? You're going to drink your hurt away? So that you can, so alcohol can make you hurt more. Yeah, that's smart. That's smart. Yeah, 
So what you think you're going to go drug yourself up so that the pain is stopped. And as soon as the drug wear down, then you feel more hurt. Now you're feeling guilty because now you don't use the substance that got more control over you. So now you're hurting even more deeper because you want to stop yourself from the drug. But the chemical is so strong, it's stronger than you now. So now you don't know how to get yourself off the drugs and away from the drugs. And it seems like all your friends are on drugs or they do drugs, so there's no escaping it. So I ask you the question, what you think that you can do better about the situation? What do you think that you can do better? Because you are in control of your own life, right? At the end of the day, I'm not. I'm not. I'm an imperfect human being with the word of God. And I will mess you up. If I if I have one of those messed up emotions where I'm not spiritually in tune, that's not a good idea for you to be looking up to me in the first place. You're supposed to be looking to the hills. The Bible says, look unto the hill from where thy help come from. Your help come from the Lord thy God and only him. Even if your mother and father forsake you, God is always there for you. Even if you don't have nobody else in your life, God is always there for you. This ain't no nursery rhyme thing here. This is real life of what I have experienced and what I have gone through. The different versions of my life of 55 years of journey on this, on this world, in this world. And I'm trying to tell you, there's no other love like the love of Jesus Christ. There's no other love that can touch you like the love of Christ. It can change your thoughts around, your mind around, even though he's still working on me. But when I look back on how far I've came and, and how far God brought me, I thank God because I didn't never, I never thought that I would get up out of that whirlwind of your mind. You know, what happens when you don't take control over your own life and over your own mind other people dictate to you other people try to tell you what to do you understand and once you get out of that whirlwind of hearing you hear voices you hear this person saying if i was you i would do this well you should never did it you're hearing all these people voices except god's voice and yours and you feel like you're going crazy. You feel like you're going insane and you shut up. You just want everybody to shut the hell up. And that's being as raw as raw can get. And it's not until you ask God to speak to you. It's not until you accept the Lord Jesus Christ to come into your 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 life and become your Lord and personal Savior. And then you open up that Bible. Then God begin to speak his words to you. And God begin to guide you and lead you as to where he wants you to go. Not where people want you to go. Where, what he wants you to do. Not what people want you to do. You understand me? Then you become and then you become a person where I'm a God pleaser and not a people pleaser. And even if you got to pray to God and say, God, please stop me. I beg you in Jesus name that you will stop me from being a people pleaser in Jesus name that you will stop me from following the crowd that's going straight to hell, that you will put a spiritual lasso or rope around me to, in order to save my soul from burning in the lake of fire 
of hell that you will do this for me because I'm too foolish to do it for myself and I can't do it by myself and I need you to do it for me. I need you to take me away from the drugs if that's what you need to pray to God. I need you to take me away from the alcoholism. I need you to take me away from all having sex with this man or this woman and call myself living a, a mature adult life. But I'm sitting up here living irresponsible and carelessly. And especially if I'm not using a condom in my sexual immorality lifestyle. So therefore, I'm I'm subject to getting STDs and spreading it around to innocent people as well. And not feeling nothing, no kind of conscious about it. No type of remorse about it. it as long as you get yours off. Well, what is it about it, about you? That you can't stick with one person. What is it about you that you got to sleep with this person, that person every day and every night? What is it about you that's, that's so deeply buried inside of you that you don't, you, you're not happy with nothing? You're not content. You, some of you have slept with the finest of fine men and women and you're still not happy. You're still not content. And you're looking outside of yourself again instead of looking on the inside. You're very quick of looking on the outside of yourself at the end of the day. Looking for somebody to give you answers. Answers been all around you, sir and ma'am. Your answers is right inside of you. You're looking for everyone else to give you an answer. There's nothing wrong with listening to wise wisdom. But at the end of the day, the final say-so is going to be between you and God, and that's it. Ain't going to be nobody else in between. You got the answer right inside of you. But you do everything else to avoid looking at yourself to get your own answer. You got your healing power from all the past childhood memory pain. You got it right inside of you. But at the end of the day, you won't even go inside of yourself to really and truly know who you are. Message. <laughs>